Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. My first segment on Breakfast with Champions. So thank you so much for being here. Something I used to do in my rooms that I would run on Clubhouse is I would have people pick out 
a walkout song of what they would walk out to if they were stepping onto stage for the very first time. And that was the song. So it's actually a perfect thing that we didn't have music on today, Dora Maria, because that is my walkout song that I would love to play before I step on because I want to be a freaking champion. I want to have that success in my life. I want to surround myself with these kind of people that inspire me to uplift my story, to uplift my message to their level that I've already seen. We, I always see us as we're like the, the snake of the cage that we grow in. And if I'm sitting in a, ca in a cage with other people who aren't growing, who are stagnant, I'm not going to have this desire and this need to grow because we're humans. We're creatures of mimicry. So the more time that I've spent around people like Ify, like Dora Maria, like Justin, like Scott, like Glenn, like Dr. Sean Shapiro, it made me want to grow. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about how to increase your sales 100%. And if I'm really being honest, that's not my, that's not my forte, but I realized over the years that it really kind of is. Because when I was over in Europe for the first time, I went over, I took a, uh, a one-way flight to Estonia. I went over there with an agent. I'm a professional basketball player. I've been a coach for the last three years, and I've been a mentor my entire life. I'm that big brother that you really didn't want to meet in your life if you had limiting beliefs. Because I was going to look you dead in your eye, just as they say. Look them in the face and say, as, as uh, R. Kelly says, that you can be so much more than you ever thought you could. All those limiting beliefs that your mentors, your coaches, your parents, all those beliefs that they had, they, didn't, they couldn't even fathom the life that you can create because they didn't know it themselves and they can only take you where you went. And so for the very first time when I went overseas, I remember I was over there in Estonia with an agent and I was my first chance I was going to be able to play professional basketball. And I was so excited to be there and it turns out that he was a shady agent. I got in bed with the wrong agent and he left us at a train station, just dropped us, dropped us off and drove off in a Mercedes, literally flipping us the bird on the way out, telling us how much he thought of us. And as I'm sitting there at the train station, I told my family, I told my friends, I told everybody that I was going to be a champion, that I was going to be a professional athlete because I played division one baseball and I just switched. And I remember as I was sitting at that train station, I was like, this can't be it. Like I'm looking at three other teammates that are ready to go home. And I'm like, this just can't be it. And so I bought a one-way ticket to Germany. There was one name that he gave us, a guy named Liam Flynn. He's an agent and a coach that lived out in Germany. And I said, I'm going to fly to Germany and I'm going to go find this guy and figure out where he is. And I'm going to go train with him. I found him on Facebook. I found his email address and I sent him an email. I said, hey, hey, look, this is the agent that brought us over here. Is there any way that you can work us out? And he goes, oh, I know that guy and he owed him money too. Big surprise. He goes, of course, I'll, I'll give you a workout. And I said, okay, because I understand. The one thing that I do understand is that if somebody doesn't know who you are, that you have to give them a chance to see that. And he has no right to vouch for me. But I said, to tell you what, if I show up in front of you and I prove that I'm good enough, will you vouch for me? Can I put your name? Can I use you as a network in this country to try and get my first professional job? And he said, of course, that seems fair. So I showed up in Germany and I did a workout with him and I actually three of my teammates came with because they were like, well, shoot, we don't want to go home either. And for the next 14 days after I did that workout with that guy, it went really well. 
I signed on to a, a Eurobasket scouting services uh, and got six and got 3,000 different emails of teams that were out in Europe and Spain and, and Asia because I wanted to play professional basketball. And I sent out 3,000 emails. And I wish I was joking. I did not see the light of day almost for 14 days. My teammates were just like, dude, you have to get outside. Please leave the house. And I said, I'm not leaving the house until I have a job. So I could talk about numbers. When you want to increase your sales 100%, I could talk about numbers and that grit that, it, and what are you willing to take? What are you willing to risk? What are you willing to do for the job that you want, for the career that you want, for the sales that you want, the money that you want? And I was sitting there in that basement that I got an Airbnb for and all the other guys went home because they couldn't handle it. They, they, they didn't feel hope. Hope is an incredible drug. Every, every about 100 emails I'd sent out, I'd get about two or three back. It was like, hey, you know, you're pretty good, but maybe next season because we're full. Or, I, and then I created, and I was like, fine, so I'm going to create a second email address. I created Moxie Scouting Services at yahoo.com, a fake email address, M-O-X-I-E Scouting Services. I'm talking about this guy named Jeremy Burright that was going to shake up the world in Europe. And every hundred emails I'd send with that one, I'd get about 10 messages back to say, hey, this kid looks pretty good. Let me know what you think. Let me know if he, can, if he can send us an email back. That was hope. Now, none of those really led to something, but eventually, eventually, I had a team reach out to me that was in the same city that I was in who knew Liam Flint personally and gave me a chance. And when I walked into that gym, I had not talked to my family in over three weeks because I knew if I called them and told them the story, told them the country, told them where I was, they were going to be like, honey, it's too much. Just come home. Just come home. Just come on home. People that really care about you sometimes don't know what you're willing to do for the career or the job or the business or the sales that you've always wanted. And they think that they're helping you in your best interest. And I knew that in that moment that I didn't have anyone in my life that would understand. So I did it by myself. And that was the moment where I was like, you know what? I learned how to sell myself. But here's the thing. Here's the trick. You guys want to increase your sales by 100%? That's the thing we're talking about today. I realized that I had to sell myself so hard on these email addresses, so hard on the fake email address that I created because I wasn't good enough. I wasn't talented enough at the time as a basketball player. That's what creating a brand is for. Do you think that LeBron James ever has to sell himself? to get to the next team? No, there's people lining up and hoping and praying that he chooses him. And I realized that this is why you create a brand because then people come to you and you don't have to sell yourself anymore. When you figure out who the heck you are and step into that power, you don't have to sell yourself anymore because people will come to you because they will be so impressed by the light that you're shining on the world or the creativity that you have of your brand. I once put my networking hat on for a friend of mine. He wanted to become a realtor. And I said, you know, why do you want to become a realtor? And he's like, oh, you know, it's just, it'd be a good way to make extra money, blah, 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 and I want to do sales. And I was like, okay, I understand. But let's make this a little more fun. What's something you enjoy doing? And one of those things was rollerblading. I said, I tell you what, how about you become the roller realtor? For the next month, I want you to create the rolling blog where you go through different parts of the city on rollerblades and you take a video and you do a TikTok for it, you do an Instagram for it, you do a Facebook for it, a LinkedIn post on that, on that neighborhood. 
you talk to the people, and then you write a blog at the end of the day of the type of people that you came across in the neighborhood, the type of people that were walking their dogs in the park, or how safe did you feel when you were riding your on your rollerblades? Do you realize if you create a brand of that, people are going to want to come to you and want to work with you because you are different and you're unique. You don't have to sell yourself in that moment because now you're a brand. Now people are going to be wanting to work with you and it's unique and it's fun. You realize you get to have fun doing this? This all completely stepped into place for me this year because I got saved. And I don't, we don't have to take this down a religious path and I won't go, I'm not going to because I really don't care what you believe in. It doesn't matter to me. But I remember on that day, I realized something. I didn't have to do anything to earn that and I could never do enough to earn that grace, ever. There's nothing that I could potentially possibly do or earn or any talents that I have to earn that. It's who I am as a person because I was born. And when I learned how to step into that, I realized that it should be a privilege to work with me. It should be a privilege to work with you. And increasing your sales is by figuring out who in the heck you are to where people will want to work with you. And it's a privilege. They will be reaching out to you, emailing you, messaging you. And you simply just take that next step. You take that next step in your brain. You take that next step on Clubhouse and you start to create a room. You start to create a community. I realized that I had become distracted because I felt like I was trying to earn something in my life. Something from childhood, like the only time I got love, and there's people in this room that probably feel this way. The only time I got love or attention or attaboys was if I was doing something great on a basketball court or on a baseball field or on a football field. It was my accolades that got me attention. It was my accolades that got me love. They got me potentially sales. You're selling yourself. Well, I know girlfriends almost going to want to be with me unless I did something cool in front of a lot of people. That's part of sales. And I realized that we were in a clubhouse room and a guy asked a question. He said, if you were put if you were to come face to face with God and tell him something that you learned and tell him something that you were grateful for while you were here on this planet, what would that be? And I said, the biggest thing that I have to learn that I would tell him is that I was wrong and that I thought I had to be somebody special for him. I thought I had to be somebody special for the right person to be in my life, to want to be with me. I had to sell them so hard because I didn't believe in myself. And what I finally found out is that we've become distracted so much by trying to earn love, by trying to earn money, by trying to earn our place in this world that we've forgotten that we don't have to do any of that. We already are exactly who we are. It's the work ethic and the enjoyment and the past that we choose that allow us to step into that. But you don't ever have to do anything for those people. If you feel like you have to work and sell and defend yourself, it's not the right person. It's not the right client or it's not the right time. When I first looked at the people in Clubhouse, like these people that you're looking at right now on stage, if you're down there in the audience right now and you're looking at some of these people, you're like, these people don't even know I exist. When I was first looking at those kind of people, the Chris Doe's, the, the Glenn Lundy's, I wasn't going to reach out to them and be able to immediately make a connection. I literally just took the next step, which was the person, the people that were already reaching out to me as I was in a room that come up on stage, I give my little share or a big share. There was a couple moments that were pretty huge, but the people that would reach out to me, I'd make that connection. And I challenge you, I challenge each and every one of you in this room today to make a connection with five people today for five to 10 minutes and just get to know them. 
and stop looking at them as dollar signs or stop looking at them as, oh, this person's hot or attractive and maybe I could get this out of it. Stop looking at people for what you could get out of Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Of it and realize that they're a connection in a human being. There are so many people now that want me to be on the radio show, that want me to be on their podcast. And I haven't done it yet because I don't care. I've enjoyed meeting them. And if I ever do finish my book, if I ever do finish these ideas that I have, I can go on there and all I have to do is ask once because I have those connections now. And so if you're sitting down there in the audience, I, I wrote an ebook back in the day that was connection for the disconnected. Because when I was 10 years old, my, my dad was hit by a car and he was in a coma and he was paralyzed for 20 years. And when I went to school the next day as that confident kid, and I sat down at that lunch table, all the parents in that small town told their kids, hey, just give him a space. He's going through a lot. Just, just leave him alone. And so when I sat down at that table, they got up and walked away. I don't think that's what the parents meant. But can you imagine how traumatizing that is for a little 10 year old when you sit down at a table and just like at the cartoons or all the movies you saw, they got up and moved to a different table. I became a traumatized introvert. I went from this confident, partially arrogant athlete kid that was just enjoying his life to nobody wanted to talk to me. And for the next eight years of my life, I had to learn how to just push myself into conversations. So I created a book and I'm working on it. It's almost done of connection for the disconnected because I realized how important it was a few years ago to find the, myself and to have gratitude for who I am. I'm a kind, loving person and I shouldn't ever have to do anything different. I shouldn't have to pretend to be hard or chameleon my way or, or be too nice or do too much for anybody because that's how you make the connections is when you're yourself and you allow those people to be naturally brought to your life who also like video games, who also like, you know, watching football on Sunday, whatever your thing is, understand that there's other people that like that stuff too. It's not just an audience of one. And as I started making those kind of connections and I started having more confidence in myself, then when Clubhouse showed up and when these other opportunities in my life showed up, then when I'm in a room and there's 2000 people and Vanilla Ice is in this room when he was on Clubhouse, 2000 people were on Clubhouse that day on that room. And I, and I remember I came up and I was the very last person, Elle Michelle, if you guys know who she is, was like, and the last one to go is going to be Jeremy, Jeremy Bright, Bright. She didn't even want to say my name. And I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. Uh, Vanilla Ice, like I think his name was, uh, I don't, he hasn't, I don't, I can't think of his real name right now. You guys know I put it in the chat. But I rapped for him and wrote a piano song for him. It was something that I knew how to do and something that was fun for me. And I remember he followed me and I remember hundreds of people reached out to me that day because I was just being myself. I was just having fun. And all of a sudden people were like, hey, I want your confidence. I wish I could do what you did. Like, how did you ever learn how to have that much confidence? My heart was pounding that day, absolutely pounding. But I wasn't selling myself as a coach. I'd been a coach, I'd been a mentor, but I wasn't selling myself. But all of a sudden people wanted to reach out because of who I was, not because of what I was trying to ask them to do.
It's a privilege to work with you. You guys are all incredible people. And as you go to make those next connections, and then Dan Madriski, he was a guy that was also on Clubhouse. He reached out to me and he was like, hey man, I think you're fun. You should come into the room. We should do a fitness room together. And so we did a fitness room for about an hour and he got to see that. He got to see how much I loved the person in front of me. And he's the one that introduced me to Glenn Mundy back in like April of last year. So when you're on down there in the audience and you're looking at wanting these quote unquote big fish to know who you are so you feel like you can start to be someone in this world and you're just starting because you're not going to be able to do this by yourself unless you're just incredibly talented in a certain uh, arena or being able to do something cool in the metaverse and web three or you know and kudos to you good job i'm excited for you but you're not going to be able to do a lot of it by yourself because you're going to need to learn you're going to be need to be around these kind of people and i'm so thankful that i just took the next step every single time it was up it was presented to me no matter how hard my heart was beating those were the moments to act so I didn't have to sell myself to anybody. I didn't have to try and make up for a deficit. Because I really think that relationships and business is really the same. Especially for the big things that we're trying to do in life. I really truly believe that people, there's a, the divorce rate is so high in the world. Because people end up settling for somebody because that one person they really wanted to be with, they felt like they had to sell themselves to be on that team. And they couldn't do it. They felt like they needed to be a certain somebody or, or act a certain way instead of just loving who they were and showing up and not expecting things to happen on their time. So if you're in the room right now and you're wanting to be somewhere that you're not, why should something have to happen on your time schedule? Understand that when you're meeting these people, and that's why I said, stop looking at people as dollar signs or as opportunities or, oh, this person has a big podcast. I want to be on it. No, it's a human being with two kids and, and they, who just had, got sick last week and had the sniffles and then they went on a vacation and they had a fight with their wife or something. They have lives. And when, you, when they realize that you care about them, they will do things for you. You will have a community of people that will do things for you. And then you'll have opportunities show up for you like this. And you just get to be blessed because you get to bless the world with your light, not because you're trying to push your way through it or force your way through it. And I've learned the hard way. And I don't want you to have to learn that way of forcing myself onto a team or forcing myself into a relationship because I just didn't have the patience to trust myself with who I was. And if I could ask, I want anything for you guys today before we go into some shares and I'd love to you, for you to come up because everyone has a seat at this breakfast table. Everyone does. And that's, that's the beauty of Glenn Lundy. But if I could want anything for you guys to take away today I said to have more patience with the people that are coming into your life, whether it's for a relationship, whether it's for business, whether it's a potential partner, and understand that they're going through something. And a lot of times what they've been through in the last year, two years, holds their heart and holds their mind much more than your new attention and that you're in your new emergence into their life. Have patience things don't have to happen on your time just because you're so excited about a job or an opportunity or you're an or your idea trust it and then continue to put in the work and just know that if you do and you take the next step that's just logical i promise you you'll end up in places you never thought you could ever even imagine especially as you start to tag team your way up the line and start to make those new connections and stump pretty soon those big fish they'll start to recognize you and know who you are and that's such a cool feeling. That's such a cool feeling because you're all worth it. 
every single person in this room is worthy of having exactly what they've always wanted. And you're the only one getting in the way of that. And I think I'll, I'll leave you with this. I remember the first time I wanted to make a connection and I was in Lithuania and I was at a, and I was in a university. And the one thing that I did that day is every person I walked by, I just made eye contact with and I smiled because I knew I was going to be on that campus for a while. And the next time I saw them, I smiled and I said, hello. And then eventually as I was walking to class with them or walking into on the campus with them, I'd be like, Hey, you know, are you having, where are you having lunch today? I'd love to love to join you for a minute. And I'd sit down with them and just get to know them. And pretty soon I pretty much knew everybody on that campus. And that was when I got my first speaking gigs. That was when I started mentoring people one-on-one. -on -one. And I realized that if you really put yourself into a community and start to get to know people, like I said, five people today, I want you to reach out to and have patience. There's so many people in this world. Oh my gosh, there's so much abundance. It's amazing. There's so much abundance in this world because after two months, everyone on that campus knew who I was. And I was a little Tony Robbins walking around. And I got to mentor people, I got to love people, and I got to share with them the messages and the, and the challenges and all the things that I've had to learn going through life with being by myself with, like I said, my dad being in a coma for 20 years and paralyzed for 20 years and all the countries I've been to. And what a beautiful experience. So with that, I'd love, 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 love for you guys to, we have eight minutes left. I'd love to hear some shares. I'd love to hear some thoughts on this. And if you want to hit the share sign, I'd love to get this up to 52 before the next segment starts because there's some amazing people that are going to be following us today. They're going to be able to give you some different tactics and some different uh, perspectives on this. But if we have anybody on the stage right now, you can flash your mics if you'd like to chime in. I'm trying to go. There we go. I see Sarah. I see Patricia. I see Marvin. So let's go. Sarah, Patricia, and Marvin. Sarah, thank you so much for being here today. I'll pass you the mic. Oh, Jeremy, that was just wonderful. I really enjoyed listening to that. And I found it really empowering. You know, it, it really resonated with me. Um, I haven't been on, I've been on Clubhouse coming up for a year next month. And everything you said to me and, and, um, and your story about what happened with you and your dad, um, you know, it just, it just all resonated with me. And as you were speaking, a calmness came over me. It was incredible. It was truly incredible. And I'm just so appreciative that I was in the room today and I got to hear you speak. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, Sarah. Thank you so much. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for your kind words. And uh, I, I absolutely receive all of it. And that's something I, I've taught people to receive something when it's so beautiful and that was so genuine. So thank you so much, Patricia. I'd love to pass you the mic. Good morning. Oh, oh grand rising. And what's on my spirit. I just wanted to share was that the Lord may not come when you expect him, but he'll always be on time. Uh, timing is a thing, right? So thank you so much for sharing and reflecting. Uh, God bless. Boom. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Things don't have to happen on our time. God's got all the work anyways. And he probably laughs every time we're like, oh, I want to do this right now. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I love it. I love it. Marvin, good morning to you, my friend. How are you? How are you doing, Jeremy? Great to see you again and fantastic to hear um, your shares. I, I, I absolutely love um, when you share and um, I haven't seen you for a long time, uh, on, in, especially in this room. And so it's great to hear you back on stage. Um, and I think there's two things that you said that really, really resonate with me um, as someone who's kind of gone through a journey of, of uh, sort of branding and then um, 
and marketing and sales and landing in the sort of strategic space. Um, but so many people don't realize that um, the brand has an, a massive impact um, on everything that that actually happens, you know, even in, from business to personal life, everyone should see themselves uh, as having a personal brand. Um, and also in business, I always say that branding can reduce the amount of work that you have to do from a sales perspective. Um, I think the statistic is, is uh, consistent brand presentation increases at, uh, um, brands revenue by around sort of 23 to 25%. And I think, you know, to, to understand that you are a brand in your own right and to understand that, you know, people will see you if you show up consistently and if you put in the work is is something that is is such a powerful message. And I'm, I'm so glad that you touched on that. And also what you shared on, on uh, timing. I think everyone has something going on in their life. Um, and as individuals, we, you know, there's so much that we can't see. So it's important to have that patience um, that you spoke about. So amazing shares as normal, Jeremy, and, and great to see you here. I'll pass the mic back to you. Oh, man, thank you so much. And I'm going to be looking for some other shares. Glenn, good morning to you, my friend. I'm so glad to be here. I'm looking for some flash into the mic. What's up, bro, man? I'm so glad that you're here. You know oh, what I'm man. Saying? And I love that you um broke down that story with the steps, right? Breaking down the story with the steps, taking that next step. Like it's 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 fascinating. I love the advice that you poured into your friend and telling him to find that thing that he's passionate about it, that thing that thing that he loves. Cause so often, Jeremy, you know this man, so often we try to do what somebody else is doing right or we try to mirror or we try to mimic we try to try to be someone else and we and it, and it fails and we don't know and we don't understand and it's because it's not the strategy that is going to get you where you want to go it's the authenticity of your seed that was planted directly in you that ultimately is going to become that attractive thing i know yesterday uh, as you were talking this morning, Jeremy, it reminded me of a conversation I had with a buddy of mine uh, yesterday, and we were talking about Snoop Dogg, right? We were talking about Snoop and how funny he is. Uh, everything that he does is just so incredibly funny, and it's so interesting. He is authentically Snoop, right? Snoop is always Snoop. You know exactly what you're going to get. 100% of the time. He doesn't hold back for anybody. He doesn't shy away from who he is. He doesn't try any politicking. He doesn't try to be anything that he's not. And because of that, because he's so authentic, he gets asked to be a part of everything, right? He does things with Martha Stewart. He does the Go Big Show. He does uh, uh, concerts at the Super Bowl. He does his music. He does his DJing. He he gets asked to to to, uh, to to buy music companies. He's in the NFT space. Like he, every door is open. Every door is open because not not what he does, or not even where he does, or not even when he does, but ultimately. It's not even why he does, right? The doors are opened because of who he is. And because we have clarity on who he is, it's so easy to trust and open the door. 
And so I love what you were sharing this morning about how important that is to just be you, do you, and the doors will open. Grateful to have you here in Breakfast Champions. And I did see Ify flashing as well as Dora Maria. Jeremy, if you wanted to go to one of them. But thanks for being here, buddy. I do. I do. And I'm grateful that Dan made that connection with you. And that's what I was saying. But I told the person that loves hard rock. They're like, I, I love yoga and I want to be a yoga teacher, but I love hard rock. And I was like, hello, why don't you just be the first yoga teacher that listens to freaking ACDC while you do it? And it becomes viral and it's on TikTok. It makes so much sense. It's ridiculous. If you have passed through the mic. Oh, thank you. Oh, it's lovely to hear you, Glenn. I feel like I've not been in the room with when you've been in the room for such a long time. Lovely. And oh my gosh, Jeremy, can I just say, I, I think you are one of the best storytellers I've heard because I love, I feel like I'm with you every step of the way. You know that because I, every time I reach out to you, I'm like, I love that story. I love that story. And it's just brilliant. And I love the, like Glenn said, the real realtor on roller skates. How cool. I can imagine them filming with something on their head. It, just so such a great story and thank you so much it's it's really a pleasure and when sarah what sarah said as well i was i messaged sarah i said you see it's all about vibration because you attract to people who really are on that vibe it, it's been a pleasure listening and um i had so many questions that i wanted to ask um to to understand other parts of your story because i've heard the story um, several of your stories and I'm now trying to tie them together in my own mind but it's a real pleasure to to get to listen to you and hear you and feel you and uh, yeah I just want to say thank you for creating all these movies in my mind whenever you speak it's it's just just a pleasure to listen to it thank you I'm done speaking well it's been such a pleasure to become a little tag team partner with you over these last few days because I have so much respect for you and admiration for you uh, and if you want to come by um, Monday night, I'm going to be doing a room my time. And I'll try and make it a time where you can come as well and we can do a little bit deeper of a dive, which I love to do. But I know that my time for my very first time on Breakfast with Champions is up. And I'm so thankful for this opportunity, Dora Maria and Glenn Lundy and Ify for believing in me. And I, I just I, I know that I, I want to come back and have a great time. Uh, with you guys because this is where I know I get to grow and teach at the same time and what a gift that is. So Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.